0: Uh, that could be the intro. All right, that's the intro. Thank <laughs> you for listening.
1: <laughs> Funny. Uh, um, one thing that I didn't get to talk about this week that I have written down. Okay. This story came out like, uh, oh, like a little while ago, last week or something, um, that uh, psilocybin... We'll say Which we know and love from being inside of magic mushrooms. It's the active ingredient that makes you trip out.
0: Oh, no and love that. Uh, it
1: makes you trip balls. Know it well. <laughs> you know and love it well. Um, it's actually it got approved in, by the FDA in the States for clinical trials to be used as a depression treatment.
0: That's interesting. Because wasn't, like, weren't magic mushrooms used as some sort of medical treatment before? Do you know the history behind mushrooms? I
1: wish I did. You... Kind of do do you, I
0: don't don't you I don't know the history I know someone who is an expert on mushrooms I know. So we should have in to talk about this
1: well now that we're saying it out loud to a pod mm-hmm. let's endeavor to do that and talk to your friend because I know I've been interested in talking to her for a while she did yeah. what her master's thesis on magic mushrooms that's right yeah and I also would like to talk to her because I bet she knows a great place to pick up
0: she just wants to talk about mushrooms all the time too.
1: <laughs> yeah does yeah. she do them all the time no no do you-
0: she like she's you know talked about microdosing and you know experimenting she has to know the drug if she's going to do a thesis on it she has to know every part of it so right. she has done them before but it's not like she's just like constantly on mushrooms
1: yeah um so she
0: just just is so intrigued by them
1: i want to talk to her a lot because um only. i've only done mushrooms once and loved it so much and now i'm that annoying guy who is like come on man it'll change your life man <laughs> and i only did like yeah like a bit like i didn't do a ton of mine wasn't like tripping all the way out to balls yeah but like i was tripping pretty good and mm-hmm. i loved it and i laughed and mm-hmm. i had like a spiritual little experience in my tummy and made some real choices about my life and it was like the perfect place it was a wonderful wonderful experience that yeah. i would recommend to anyone no matter what you're going through in your life yeah it like it picked me up
0: yeah i uh, had a similar experience but i've also seen it gone bad before have too. You? yeah yeah so um if you take too much of it all at once um your body like it's still a like it's still toxic right like yes your body wants to reject it okay so i've seen it gone south and have like really negative thoughts and then oh. throwing up oh no! yeah like oh. constant throwing up oh no 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 yeah so you know i mean it still is a drug as much as i want to like be like yes it's awesome do yeah, it yeah, it's sure. like it can to- it t- totally depends on the person right right yeah. so i mean i had a great experience on mushrooms yeah. a few times and i enjoy them but um you know it can it still has a, those effects
1: are you, uh, you were nibbling though, I'm sure. Yeah. Having little nibbles. That's, I think, the key because that was me too. I was just nibble, nibble, nibble. You know, it was my first time. Mm. Nibble, nibble, few nibbles. And, um, I do remember one thing about when I, uh, did mushrooms is that I had the worst fart. The oh, worst shit. single fart oh, I have ever. I was, look at Jenny, it's like I was on top of a mountain. Mm-hmm. So I was outdoors. We're all camping. Everyone cuts one. No one cares. No one yeah. smells anything because it's like the wind takes it and brings it out to the ocean immediately, right? Right. I farted a fart so bad <laughs> that it stayed, oh. it was viscous, it oh. hung in the air, it was widespread, Did it took up the whole camp. It? It you colorful? could see it. <laughs> you like could like look this through green fog that yes. came out of your body. Yeah, like <laughs> that
0: may have something to do with the mushrooms itself. <laughs>
1: Like translucent, you know, like rainbow colors. It's like looking through a fog of like gasoline on the road. That's what this fart was. And it smelled so horrible, like a human person cannot make this smell.
0: Oh man. It
1: was horrific. I was there with my partner and she looked at me and she was just like embarrassed. She, the look of embarrassment on her face that she now, I was subjecting all of our friends to this horrible thing. I, and it sounded like something I'd never heard before. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But that was the only negative thing.
0: Yeah, that was the only negative thing. Hmm.
1: A horrible fart. Oh, that's not so bad. If if I could save all my farts up <laughs> and do them that one fart once a year on a mountaintop, I'd love that.
0: I feel like it would be a similar smell to, you know, when... um. Whales get beached because they're dead, and then they fill up with gas because <laughs> yes. yeah, it has nowhere else to go, and then finally uh-huh. they explode. Yes. That's the smell. Yes, I would assume
1: that and mushrooms
0: and mushrooms.
1: So um, everyone <laughs> likes their own brand, and so maybe that would help with the depression treatment. I don't know, but uh, that's a really interesting thing, and uh, yeah, and go for it.
0: Cool. Where yeah. where would this be available in BC or?
1: Um, Well, like I said, it was uh, just approved for clinical testing down in the States of the FDA. And Mm so, you know, yeah, who knows? I mean, I think it is research like the stuff that your friend is doing Mm -hmm. that uh, more and more kind of leads to it being more widespread. Um, You know, we're just getting around to legalizing marijuana, as we know. Mm -hmm. Right. I read this morning, too, about all the um, it's like going to be so many specific rules about pot. We're still so tiptoeing into pot. I think it's a long time before anything else gets legalized again mm-hmm. you know but i would love for magic mushrooms maybe to be the next thing on there it's been shown to be so safe i specifically love all the studies that they do with religious people mm-hmm. right where they give a bunch of nuns and monks and like clerics and all these people a little bit of mushrooms and they all just have like a wonderful time on it and their faith becomes reinvigorated and yeah. they just like love what they love even more and then that's lovely for them and then the people who don't believe in anything they just have a good time too you know what yeah. i mean it's like seems like it's just good for everybody. But again, it's not an endorsement. I'm not telling you to yeah, do an illicit illegal you drug. Like, hey,
0: do my
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's just an interesting thing to look into.
0: It is. Yeah. It's, it's a cool thing to research for sure.
1: And let's talk to your friend.
0: Yeah, I would love to. Yeah. yeah Lindsay. She's cool. She's cool. Well, enjoy the podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye.
1: Bye. I apologize for nothing. Today in the afternoon zone. Seeing as it is the first day of school, we are happy to announce that Jenny and I have been writing and making a movie, starring Jenny West as an adult who goes back through school to prove that she can take over her dad's luxury hotel chain. Here's a clip.
0: I decided to draw the duck blue because I've always wanted to see a blue duck. That's quacktastic.
1: <laughs> this is good. Oh, I'm realizing now that this premise, as well as much of the script, is a direct ripoff of Billy Madison. Shut it down. Shut it down.
0: You know what? That's okay, because I have another great idea. Uh, it's a movie about a pro golfer. Oh, sweet. I'll put you in that. Paul Placino? Jenny West. Hello. Did, you have, did
1: you have a good long weekend, Jen?
0: I did. It was very relaxing. Mm. I just I didn't make any plans. Mm. Um, nice. had dinner with family. It was great. That's yeah. so
1: good. That's awesome. Yeah, but you had some good dinners, though, right? You made like a pizza stone barbecue pizza?
0: Oh, yeah. I went over to a friend's house, and the, you can get these stones for your barbecue um, that you can make pizzas on. It was the best homemade pizza ever. The crust was crunchy on the outside and soft on the inside, and okay. now I want to buy a pizza stone.
1: People swear by them. Yeah. I can see why. And then you had tacos last night?
0: Oh, yeah. How about
1: you? I um I ate my way through the PNE. Went over to the mainland and went to the PNE, the Pacific National Exhibition.
0: Nice. How long has it been since you've been there?
1: Years, many, many years, maybe more than a decade even.
0: See when I went to the PA back in the day, it wasn't really about the food. There was like the classic fair stuff, right. you know, like fries and hot dogs, but no none of these like amazing creations that I'm seeing lately. It was
1: incredible. Like when I think about it, I paid you pay eighteen dollars to go in there. Yeah. Went looked at a few super dogs, you know, maybe like half hour worth of super dogs, and then we were all like, okay, that's good. And then it was food time. And mm-hmm. all we did was we, like cruised and cruised and looked at all the different food and then had like this horrible dilemma of what food to get because there's so much good food there. So check out what I had. Mm-hmm. Deep-fried Philly cheesesteak. Oh, That's what I had.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Okay. I decided not to go for the deep-fried Oreos. Oh, that sounds good, too. It does. But instead, I went and got an ice cream cone that was on a churro. What? Like the cone was made out of churro. Nice. And then soft serve ice cream. It was insane.
0: That's unreal.
1: And all my other friends, they all had like, oh, my God, like beans and barbecue in a cup. The pierogies weren't mm. insanely really good. There was just all kinds of really tasty foods and barbecues, everything you could ever imagine. That's what the PEI for us was. Nice. We didn't go on any rides. <laughs> we barely looked at the animals. We just gluttonized ourselves. It was amazing.
0: Right on. Wonder what other kind of creations there are out there because I know in Calgary the Stampede mm-hmm. is known for the amazing food as well. Yep.
1: The uh, the Toronto is it the TNE or CNE? the CNE is in mm-hmm. Toronto. Canadian National Exhibition same kind of thing yeah so I'd like to put that out there yes to zoners what is the best fair food that you've ever had we're coming off the Labor Day long weekend this is fair season you know it's like Rib Fest is next week and then we got Rifflandia like whether it's something like a music Mm -hmm. festival or a fair whatever maybe Sandwich Fair had something good of course Sandwich Fair this past weekend what's your favorite fast food I want to compile a little list of the best Mm -hmm. afternoon zone with paul plastino and jenny west hello hi, is that justin yep hi it's paul and jenny calling back from the zone how are you not too bad Justin, can you tell us about this insane fair food that you witnessed or know about uh yeah it was at the calgary stampede it uh, was one of two deep fried uh, Reese's peanut butter cup treats i tried what was the other one I uh, just regular deep fried mm. and it had ice cream with them oh it did good okay oh, yeah. i sorry what was the one they originally sent us that was uh, bacon wrapped pizza, Reese's peanut butter cups deep fried
0: oh, wow. and then you put ice cream on that I was going to say I was like that would taste so good with ice cream <laughs> yeah it was pretty interesting oh I'm into that I've had deep fried cheesecake before that was really good very sweet but so good Deep fried yeah, Mars yeah. bars, bananas. Yeah, it was. It, there was tons of stuff like that. They had.
1: A, they actually had an online map that you could actually find all the weird food. Because I also tried uh, deep fried soft shell crab. Ooh, that sounds so good. <laughs> on a stick.
0: I wonder if you could bring in your own food for them to deep fry. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's the food cart I want to start up, Jen. Is just like we got a fryer. Whatever you want, throw it in. Yeah. Put it on a stick for you. We'll fry it. No problem we'll batter it and throw it in the fryer what does it matter to us <laughs> bring your own that's it's a great like you're idea it's like you are always trying to up up each other on what, the, what weird stuff there was also charcoal ice cream I thought that was a bit
0: strange I've been seeing that a I've lot that. that like black yeah. ice cream
1: Mhm. Um, dude. Thank you very much for texting that into us. We appreciate it. Hey, no worries. Have He's a great missing. day. Have a heart artery clogging day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm on the mend now. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Have a salad. It's Labor Day. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, bye. 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 I'll tell you about this thing. Uh, it's like some people just they live their whole lives and they're like the biggest goal is to get a pool at the house. Mm. You know and I just had a great summer, a lot of swimming holes I went to and all that. I like to swim outside, but I always think about it, you know, I was like, ooh, would it be nice to have a swimming pool in the backyard to go take care of and swim every day? Or like, you look at some of these apartment buildings and they got like swimming pools in the basement. It's just like, oh, this this should be a goal for me. Should I have a pool? Like every single day would I swim so much? I wouldn't. You wouldn't? No. I'm too lazy. You're too lazy to swim? I'm too lazy to, yeah, get a bathing suit on and go. (laughs) the water Jen, I got and also news for you, buddy. When it's, your, it. when it's your pool you don't got to put no bathing suit on buckaroo. but also you
0: got to maintain it or also pay someone to do it. that and that's just something i don't want do. like, to do i'd rather go in a lake
1: no me too it would get slimy yeah and it would get algae in it pretty darn quick what about a hot tub would you get a hot tub oh i'd get a hot tub you'd take care of that
0: uh no i'd get someone to take <laughs> care of that for me
1: hot tub man <laughs> Hi, i'm here to clean out your hot tub that
0: yeah I can Sweet. dream.
1: <laughs> um, there's a new <laughs> new Airbnb service. Mm-hmm. Airbnb type, like Uber, Airbnb, all that for just for swimming pools. Cool. So you go online, you look up in your neighborhood, who's got a pool? Who's got a pool up for grabs? You pay them, I guess, and then you can have yourself a little pool party for the afternoon. Mm. Swim some laps. I don't know what the exact pricing structure will work out to. Yeah. But it's called like Swimplify or something punny like that. Huh. You can go and swim in someone's backyard.
0: I think that's a great idea. Say if you want to have a pool party, but you're lacking the pool. Right. You know,
1: mm-hmm. and you just
0: want to be able to have a couple drinks on private property, pay a hundred bucks or whatever it is for the day. Mm-hmm. I'd do that.
1: Maybe there is like a skinny dip fee. Oh, hey, oh. Maybe it's like an extra 10%. Is- you know, the owner of the house turns the other way and closes the blinds. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about it. It's interesting. It is interesting. Mm-hmm. It's what a weird economy we live in now, right? Just like, eh, it's whatever you got, just sell it. I'm starting yeah. one called uh, Kettle Me Timbers, and if you need hot water, you can come over and use my kettle. Who wants to buy a new kettle? You can just use my kettle. I'll put it up on Kettle Airbnb. I
0: don't think that's going to work out.
1: No, I'll go back to the drawing board. You can come over and cuddle my cat. Oh, my God. Okay, now you're on to something. Yeah. It's a cute cat. It is a cute cat. And Five bucks some, some people can't have cats in their place.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, my God, Jenny. <laughs> I'll pay you $5 to pet that cat right now. Okay, deal. (laughs) Good afternoon, it's Paul and Jenny broadcasting from Victoria, British Columbia, Canada who loves to be the leading edge of everything to do with environmentalism in Canada.
0: Yeah, so back in July, Victoria banned the plastic bag, which I think has been going okay. I know that there was a lot of people afraid of the change, but I think everyone's dealing with it, right? We're all dealing, we all have... A whole bunch of reusable bags that we've been bringing to the grocery store or forgetting and just, you know, bundling it in your arms and just dealing with it, right?
1: (laughs) Today I told you, I saw this old man. Mm-hmm. He had what was very clearly a beer store giveaway cooler. Yeah. So Pacific Pilsner right across the side of it. And he was using that as a grocery bag. You gotta
0: use what you can. God bless you, sir. Yeah, that's great. A backpack always works as well. That's what I yeah, do. Yeah, exactly. And it's been pretty cool to see other parts of Canada kind of following suit. For example, PEI um, in the next year, they'll be banning plastic bags as well. Nice. But now Victoria has a new mission. Uh, they are pushing to get rid and have a ban, a Province-wide ban of uh, disposable, one-use plastic packaging, just in general.
1: Whoa! Yeah,
0: and the reason why they're taking it uh, to the province instead of the, you know, the city is it's just easier that way. That mm. way, the rest of you know, the province doesn't really have to. Every municipality doesn't have to work really, really hard in order to, you know, fine tune it and everything. It's mm-hmm. just kind of done all in one sweep. So um, I'm just wondering what you think about that.
1: What are your uh, thoughts? I love it. Look at me eating a salad right now, Jen. I mm-hmm. eat a salad every single day. Yeah. out of a plastic container, and I've I feel that you ever like let the containers pile up oh, over yeah. a week, and you just you see that visual representation of how much waste.
0: Yeah, every time I put in the recycling, I'm like, I do this every day. Right, this every day.
1: Yeah. So I would love for, if there was an all-around ban on single-use plastics, I would feel a lot better about, you know, just the store being made to use a more biodegradable, more environmentally friendly packaging. That'd be great mm-hmm. for me. I would I would feel better about that and better about my purchases. Um, so anytime we can keep plastics out of the ocean, out of the ecosystems, great. Yeah. I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. However. Oh boy, here it is. At this point. I've decided that I hate the straw ban. Oh
0: no! <laughs> well, how, it isn't banned in Victoria. No, yet. I
1: know, but I
0: people are going towards that. It's for sure. everywhere,
1: and yeah. I was all for it at first, but now, I, I th- number one, the point about it being an ableist policy in that, like, it, there are some people with disabilities who need plastic straws yeah. and can't always be carrying a reusable straw as well as its chimney sweep tool to get it mm-hmm. clean. Those people need it. Number one, and number two, paper straws or bull. I saw a lady drinking a milkshake out of a paper straw. Yeah. And I was like, you poor sweet woman because you're going to get two, three sips out of that thing and then it's going to fall apart and disintegrate from the inside. Right. They're terrible. Okay. So this is what so, I was like, less plastic in general for sure, but now let's pick and choose which plastics are important to us and maybe straws could still serve a purpose in our society.
0: Okay. All right. So that, is that a question we're bringing to zoners is this, yeah. like, what, Are you okay getting rid of and banning? And what would you like to keep out
1: of the plastic variety? John is on his own phone right now. Start us off, John, with what you want to hang on to. Effectively um, industrial and medical plastics. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think about that, but, Mm -hmm. you know, just making sure that everything is sterile still. You know, that yeah. single use is very important when it comes to medical things. Just just a little bit. I mean, yeah. we can go back to stainless steel hips if we really want to, but <laughs> good luck traveling. Yeah. yeah,
0: no, very good point.
1: Um, and yeah. then you said, but everything else pretty much in the terms of a single-use plastics can be made out of corn now. Yes. And you were saying that some of your kids' toys are made out of corn? Yeah, if you go um Winners of all places carries it. Um and they're made out of corn, they're they're basically the eco-friendly toys now and they're really cool. They're they look like normal plastic toys, but they'll biodegrade in the next 50 years or so.
0: Oh, that's really cool. That is good. Yeah, yeah. cuz I was one of those kids who went to the dollar store and would just buy junk and plastic <laughs> toys and then throw them out in the next couple years. Right? I didn't know, you know, what else to do with them. Right. Um yeah. but that's a that's a really cool thing, and I'm glad to see that's happening now.
1: Yeah, and I mean straws and all the rest, we could easily have straws that are made out of corn, and they're not going to disintegrate in somebody's milkshake like you were saying before.
0: Well, that's yeah. right. Big Wheel Burger is yeah. one of the good ones. That's yeah. what we were talking about. Yeah,
1: there are other places that do have the hard plastic feeling straws that you know, as you say, are made out of these corn products. Yeah. I know it is weird for me to think that my childhood toys will outlive me somewhere in some horrible. <laughs> Landfill will be my Egon Spengler Ghostbusters action figure that will be there long after I'm dead. Well, hopefully it was the one where you squeezed his arm and his face made that, that uh, ghostly scared face. Because <laughs> then it would fit in with the, the surroundings. <laughs> the post-apocalyptic wasteland of the future. Yes. Exactly. So it went uh, over to the mainland for the long weekend, right? Mm-hmm. I saw so many... Slipping orcas from the ferry. Seriously? Yes.
0: That's like a once in a lifetime thing. I've only seen a pod of orcas once on the ferry. Is that so? Yeah. How many? How many did you see?
1: Okay. So on the way over there, mm-hmm. I was doing a nine-mile horseshoe bay. Oh yeah. Uh, which is, by the way, what a beautiful ferry ride that is. Mm-hmm. I'm so used to the schlep between Swanson and Schwartz Bay that I I, I didn't realize how beautiful it is. Like Horseshoe Bay, with the way you pull up and the mm-hmm. way that the rocks and the trees and everything kind of all around that ferry terminal, it's so lovely. Stunning, yeah. It's really nice. Taking off from Nanaimo and the kind of the islands that you go through in that trip is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So we're on our way over there and uh, the captain does his like, hey, there's some orcas off <gasps> the starboard side. And <laughs> classically, the whole, everyone in the whole boat like <laughs> runs to that side and likely the boat starts oh. a listing. Oh, yeah. Um, so I went... I'm a total gawking tourist. Mm-hmm. If you say orcas, I say where at? <laughs> but I didn't see any that time. So no. I was kind of disappointed. Okay, on the way back, I was doing uh, Swaston to Schwartz Bay. We're going through Active Pass. We get the announcement, hey, everyone, there's orcas. This time I see whale watching boats. Whoa. So I, okay. I try to look. Where they kind of are hanging around. Mm-hmm. Sure enough, I thought I saw three separate little pods of orcas. Wow. And they were putting on a bit of a show. They they didn't ever do did the like the breach where they like jumped straight out of the water and then splash back down, mm-hmm. but there was a lot of just like splooshing out of the water. Wow. So I was actually surprised how close the third pod I saw was right next to the ferry boat. Oh, so like that's I great. know, I know. It was a little bit like, should you guys be this close? Or I know you know what you're doing, you're whales, and you're part of nature. Sorry, we're in your area. Yeah, but they were like, they were right there and they were doing a bunch of like splashed out of the water. You just see them totally beautiful. And it was the nicest, best thing.
0: That's amazing. I wonder if it's the same one that's in the news that is injured and they're giving it antibiotics and things. I heard about that. Maybe.
1: Yeah. Mm. So, you know, it's like as much as I feel like the ferry just keeps getting more and more expensive, when I see orcas like that, that almost makes it worthwhile. Totally. It was the nicest thing I had seen that was fairy related since the uh, BC Fairies memes has been doing (laughs) this thing where they want to see the biggest thing of soft serve you can possibly make.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: And then they'll re-gram it on their Instagram.
0: The great contest.
1: That's also very majestic.
0: So what's happening on the internet is everyone's freaking out about a a photo from Burning Man. If you know anything about Burning Man at the end of the festival or during the festival, they have this huge thing that they burn and people throw things in it as well. And one person uh, had a picture of Gord Downey and a a beautiful note written on it, and they put it in the fire. Uh, Maybe to move on, maybe to finish grieving, I'm not entirely sure. But a photo was posted of the fire, and people are saying that it looks like Gord Downey. Like his um, silhouette in the mm-hmm. fire with his hat, and he's, it lo- almost looks like he's holding a guitar.
1: I it's, see more like he's kind of singing into a microphone. Is
0: that what you see? I don't yeah. know. I, I, Do you I, see it? I think because it's been pointed out, I see it, but I would never look at that fire and be like, oh, that's Gord Downey. Really? You know?
1: You don't see it?
0: Well, I see it now that you point, like now that the internet has pointed it out, I can see the hat, the silhouette. Right. And who knows if it's photoshopped as well you know but people are people are uh, taking meaning in this for sure
1: i am seeing some people who i know who are even are like massive Gordowney fans Mm -hmm. being like i don't see it but i do see it i number one i do see it and number two i didn't i choose to see it (laughs) (laughs) i choose to believe in that the magic and mysticism around uh, burning man has you know manifested in this one particular picture yeah this the spirit of Gordowney in the flames yeah. And who even crazy. knows if there really was a picture and a note to him in the flames? You know what I right. mean? Like, what if this picture just came out? Mm-hmm. Someone said, hey, it look, kind of looks like Gord. And then someone's like, I, I put a picture in the fire. <laughs> I did. That was me for him. I love. Right?
0: Yeah. We'll put this photo on our Facebook and you can see. See if you see it.
1: I choose to believe Jenny West. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely.
0: I heard something today which I'm surprised I hadn't heard about before. Mm. Um apparently, uh prisoners, so inmates have a critical part in fighting fires in BC. Whoa. So for the last Three decades, three decades this has been happening, um, where they have a program set in place uh, where, uh, yeah, inmates can work for, you know, a certain amount of money a day and actually repair and clean the hoses used for BC Wildfire.
1: That's what they got them doing.
0: That's what they got them doing, yeah. So they, yeah, do all the repair work. Apparently, uh, last year, they worked on more than 42,000 hoses and this year already, they're well on their way to meet that too. Um, but because it was such a busy year and the hoses are in demand, yeah. they're doing it seven days a week. So every single day, there are inmates working on hoses for BC Wildfire. Wow. Which is really cool, I think.
1: That's fantastic. Yeah. I was thinking about that. You know, my initial thought was, uh, why don't they get them to do even more work than that? Why is like they... It's like, if, you, if it really is out in the middle of the bush, mm-hmm. you know, it's like there's not much of a... Uh, risk that they're gonna just run off and escape because then like they gotta survive like with their wits against them living off the land. So I don't think they would want to escape. Why don't yeah. they do more of the like firefighting themselves? Ah. Uh.
0: There is a, there's a lot of reasons why. I mean, okay. one of them was one that you mentioned. They are inmates, so they are, you know, in prison. You can't they're, they're just like, yeah, go into the woods. You're fine. Right. I think, yeah, I don't know if that's the best idea. There's a little
1: bit of a risk <laughs> that they run off and find a cabin somewhere and yeah. live there forever. Okay, fair enough. And
0: okay. BC Wildfire, the thing that they're so, they're, they're, like the thing that they put first is people live, people's lives. They mm. don't want them to go into danger. And if you don't have the proper training, um, then it might not be the best Situation, because that is a dangerous job and not everyone can do it, right? right? You have to have that proper training and also for liability issues as well.
1: Right, I so it's think. not just any old able-bodied person can go out You're there like, and fight a fire. Give
0: me a hose, let me out there. No, there's, <laughs> there's training involved and there's a lot of work that goes into it before you actually get out there and fight those fires. So Tourism Victoria has officially changed their name to Destination Greater Victoria
1: whoa greater victoria mm-hmm. better get ready north saanich for an influx of tourists
0: pull up some extra chairs at my chosen cafe machos chosen. we got a party for thousands on the way
1: polish up that cute roundabout fountain langford you can expect company
0: and do a little upkeep souk because soon the whole world will want to souk to you puke tourism destination greater victoria Oh, this is so cool! I oh, love this contest. Okay, so the government is looking for a designated provincial fossil. They have a whole bunch of BC official symbols, like the flag. They have a, a flower uh-huh. a type of gemstone, mm-hmm. a, a, animals, and sea creatures, and all sorts of things. But like, they want, for instance,
1: add- like what's the the mammal emblem.
0: Oh, the mammal is uh, the spirit bear. Correct. For BC. Of course it is. And then uh, the fish emblem is the Pacific salmon. Of course. There's jade as the gemstone. Okay. The Pacific dogwood is the floral emblem.
1: Everyone loves that dogwood.
0: Western red cedar, and the Stellar's jay as well.
1: <laughs> the official bird of the Stellar's yeah. Day.
0: Good-looking bird. It is a good-looking bird. Now they want to add a provincial fossil, so a fossil that kind of represents B.C., and they have a whole bunch of different options on uh, their website, but there were some cool-looking fossils on this list, and yes. I just went with the most cool.
1: The coolest the, one. Of your favorite? Of
0: my favorites, yeah.
1: Me too. Here's um, some of the criteria that they're looking for, right? Mm-hmm. So they want it to be easily recognizable, be more or less unique to British Columbia, reflect the unique geography of the province, as well as have wide appeal to a general audience. So that's mm-hmm. neat. And so some of them, like, we looked at the Ammonite. Mm-hmm. That is like a mollusk. And it's got like a cool, like a spiral like a shell. shell thing, mm-hmm. which like, kind of fits and is neat looking. That's... Good.
0: Yeah, yeah. There's also the salmon fossil, which sure. is cool, yeah. but we have that it's, as, you know, a marine mm-hmm. already. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Right. as Or the trilobite, which is like a big, giant prehistoric cockroach. But the ones that we like look like
0: a Pogo monster for real. It's so cool. It's called the Elasmosaur. Yeah and it's got this huge, big chomper. (laughs) That's the scientific term for it, right? Yeah. Um, But I looked up pictures from it and it's really cool. It looks like the Ogopogo, it really does.
1: I've kind of narrowed it down to two. I like the Elasmosaur a lot, but I also like the Ichiosaur, good Mm. name, or maybe it's Ichthyosaur, I don't know, but it's it's (laughs) likewise, it's a Triassic period, Mesozoic era marine reptile. So it also is this amazing, fish dinosaur that lived back in dinosaur times.
0: And what better describes BC than fish dinosaurs, right? For going with a fossil. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, these are really cool, and I'm so happy that they're adding, you know, like a provincial fossil to our symbols list. It's um, neat. But we'll we'll put this all on our Facebook so you can go and vote. If you want to know my vote, it was for the elasmosaur.
1: Yeah. And I think mine as well. And we'll actually, I'm I'm making up the Facebook post right now, but we'll put in there a link to the uh, government of British Columbia website where you can, don't let us sway you, Mm -hmm. alas, masora, alas, (laughs) masora, alas, masora. But you can vote for the one that you like best. No, I'm not saying that Say it, say it, read that, read that out loud. Read what James Uh, says. Say it, say it, say it. James
0: says, official fossil for BC? That's easy. Jimmy Pattison. Not good. That's our
1: employee. <laughs> love Jimmy
0: P. I love him too. Yeah, very funny. It's great. He's still bouncing around.
1: <laughs> what did you call He's the uh, the ichthyosaur? What did you call it? Ix- I said
0: ichthyosaur. Yeah, it's ixy, says do- Alex.
1: But what does it look like to you?
0: It looks like a spiky dolphin. Sweet. Yeah, they're pretty cool.
1: They're very cool. Professional <laughs> fossil, Jimmy P. <Patterson>, <laughs> Earlier today, and maybe you've seen it by now, but Brie Larson, who's an actress and is going to be playing Captain Marvel in the new Captain Marvel movie, um, released a bunch of uh, pictures uh, from this new movie. And uh, as much as it's like, oh boy, yep, another superhero movie, Uh, here we go. Um, This one, I don't know, I'm actually legitimately excited for. Mm -hmm. Number one, it's like the way that it ties into all the rest of what's going on in the Infinity War and uh, Marvel movies is so good. And number two, and I'm pretty sure this is the first Marvel movie um, to uh, star and have as the main title character a female protagonist. Hmm. So that's really cool. And it's going to do, I hope, all the great things that Wonder Woman did in that genre. Hmm. But be better because it's a Marvel movie. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like Wonder Woman was good, don't get me wrong. But yeah, it's DC still, so it's still a little bit clumsy. Yeah.
0: Man yeah, I, I mean, that is exciting. I think that's really cool. Um I wish it wasn't such a big deal that yeah. a woman was uh, a protag, like the lead character in a movie. It's like, oh my gosh, a woman I know. a woman as the lead character. How surprising. Oh my gosh, I, I hope that we get to a point where it's like, could we not that not be you know the big headline sure. you know It's like, yeah. oh, she's just a talented actress, actor, you know, let's just move on. Let's I make know. this a normal thing. I and mean, then, but I do have to say, I do love how her costume is a costume that she would be able to do action style <laughs> moves in and be yeah. comfortable in that, yeah. you know, not showing off all of the bits. Yeah. So I thought that was cool. It's the same as the guys. Fully. It's great, yeah.
1: As, as, like, good and uh, respectful as Wonder Woman's costume was, it was like, mm-hmm. mm, it's still a little pretty short skirt.
0: Yeah. Why, why is that necessary? I wouldn't do all those kicks and stuff in a short skirt. That's uncomfortable.
1: And ironically, I would.
0: You would, yeah. You like the freedom.
1: Um, <laughs> I know. I wish it wasn't 20 movies in before we get a <laughs> like an African American protagonist yeah. and, a, and a woman protagonist. But anyways, now at least we got them. So mm-hmm. yeah, check them out. They're good looking pictures. That's uh, Captain Marvel. And it looks like a fun movie too. Yeah, it does look, look good. Say. Jen, you mentioned it in your news earlier, but uh, t- uh, it's come down today that uh, Burt Reynolds passed away. Right. 82 years old. Um, you mentioned a couple of his more famous movies like uh, Deliverance and Smoky and the Bandit. I'm not super familiar with his like older stuff like that. Mostly my introduction to Burt Reynolds was in the movie Boogie Nights. Did you ever see that? No. Great flick.
0: You got a Grammy, didn't he for that? Or some sort of award nominated for that? He might have. A supporting role? It was it's, a big one.
1: It's one of his most celebrated roles. Mm-hmm. And what's funny about that, if you know anything about him, is that he hated the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. He hated working with the re- director. He oh. thought the movie was trash. He, like, hated the rest of the cast. He was like, who? Because, yeah, think, like, it's Marky Mark from Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch before he had acted in really anything else. Yeah. And Heather Graham, who was like, back then, it was a who? <laughs> And then you had Burt Reynolds, one of the biggest stars in the 1970s. Mm. It was kind of beneath him and he hated it, but it really is one of the greatest movies and certainly like one of the best movies he's ever been in. But he like went on and was like, nope, it's a bad movie. Oh I hate it. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's too so funny. So I kind of like that about mm-hmm. him. And you, your the thing that you associated immediately with <laughs> Burt Reynolds was? The drink. You know, The drink. The drink. Yeah. And I hope everyone has one tonight. I hope so too. If you're interested- a Burt Reynolds is uh, equal parts spiced rum and butter ripple schnapps. You shake it in a shaker over ice, straight into a shot glass. There you go. Down the hatch. Cheers. Free pizza for as long as you live. As much as you can eat.
0: Oh, yeah?
1: Well, that was the deal. Domino's <laughs> Pizza in Russia. This is a great story that's going all around today. If you get a Domino's logo tattooed on your body at somewhere They would give you 100 free pizzas A year for the next 100 years
0: For the next 100 years? Yes, I think you oh could leave it in your gosh. will For the
1: next two generations of your Jeez. family
0: so just forever you have pizza Essentially Holy, I actually don't know If I'd be able to have that much pizza I don't think I'd want that much pizza I'd love pizza But I don't think I should be eating That amount of pizza
1: I would base my whole economic future based on, well, I eat for free. It's like every day I have pizza. I have a slice of pizza for the breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and that's how I eat, and I don't spend money on food no more. So you would get the tattoo? thousand percent. You would get it? Where would you get it? I'd get it on my wrist. I would get it anywhere. Because, now here's, let me point out an obvious flaw in this plan. I should okay. say, by the way, before you rush out and book the, t- the tattoo appointment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't, don't get a tattoo. Uh, they've canceled this promotion <laughs> because within like a week, 300 people got the tattoo.
0: I'm not surprised. No.
1: Yeah. Okay. Here's the obvious flaw, especially in this, is that the Domino's logo is kind of an okay looking logo.
0: It kind of, yeah, it's got a domino on it, which is pretty cool. It kind of goes with that, like, American classic style tattoo that a lot of people yes. get, right?
1: Yeah, some people, like, went all out and, like, put it in a nice piece that is all about <laughs> pizza. <laughs> um, Some people just went, like, really basic and black and white, which, again, like, because it looks like a domino or, like, two dice, you can always just be like, if you don't feel like explaining that you have free pizza for a yeah. year or whatever, you can just be like, yeah, it's my lucky like dice tattoo, what of it? <laughs> it's a good-looking logo. Yeah. So 300 people, Domino's Russia was like, shut it down. Promotion is over. Sorry, you can't do mm-hmm. But I would absolutely do that. We said, too, like, if you get sick of the pizza, all right, we'll go collect your pizza and then go and give it out to, you know, it's like go down to a homeless shelter or something and be like, who wants a slice of pie?
0: And just come in every month or whatever with your sure. new pizza.
1: That's great. Right? Give it to your friends. Yeah. Send pizzas over to a barbecue and all that. And How many was, was it? 100... A hundred a year.
0: Oh, okay, I said like two
1: a week, right? <laughs> yeah, I guess it's like two a week. That's okay, so much. Pizza. <laughs> That's so much pizza. So much pizza. <laughs> Likely, what you're going to see if you're uh, watching the news tonight is a part of this uh, intriguing story out of the states, where some high-ranking member of the Trump administration has wrote an anonymous letter, and the New York Times has now published it, mm-hmm. and uh, saying like a bunch of crazy stuff about just how like. Um, they, personally, are part of this resistance from inside that administration that is trying their best to um, not remove Trump from office, although they were they were thinking about that for a little while, but realizing how unstable he is as a president, um, trying to just steer him in the right direction.
0: Interesting.
1: Until this is all over. And uh, Trump, of course, is losing his mind about it, and he's all upset, and he tweeted, uh, "Treason." all caps <laughs> <laughs> Is this treasonous that this person has done this? And um, now it's like a mystery. Who wrote this?
0: Yeah, it's kind of like a game of clue. They're kinda. trying to like yeah, get all the clues together, look at the grammar, look how it's written, that's right. and then match it up with people in the office.
1: Yeah. Yes, that's right, they are.
0: And it kind of goes hand in hand with what's happening here in Victoria. Well, not exactly, not to that scale. But people are trying to find out who Victoria Bar memes is on Instagram. Yeah. There's a meme account just making fun of the music scene in Victoria. No Mm -hmm. one knows who runs it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like that's the sort of same situation that's happening on a smaller scale here in Victoria.
1: The stakes are just as high, though. Just as high. (laughs) (laughs) If Instagram memes controlled nuclear weapons. That's right. Wild. So you'll Mm -hmm. likely hear that story tonight. The Trump one, not the Victoria Barney. That might be on the news, but. uh, (laughs) This is the news on the PJ Party podcast. (laughs) Here's Jenny West.
0: The Greater Victoria School District has installed new water fountains, bottle fillers, and inline filtration systems at all of its 47 schools to reduce lead concentrations. Uh, The district determined that when water sat stagnant for an extended period of time in older fountain pipes, it caused elevated traces of lead. So the board then decided to focus on replacing all the older water fountains back in January. It's all done now.
1: Yeah, I I like those uh, water filling stations that you see. I've only really seen them at like rec centers and stuff, Mm -hmm. but they're cool. And how many leaps and bounds ahead of when we were kids, you'd have to go and make sure not to put your mouth on the thing. Don't put your mouth on the thing. And then... You always felt so exposed because you'd be bent right over to be like yeah. slurping out of it. Totally. Oh, I hate to drink out of the water fountain. Me too.
0: And I think it wasn't as popular to have, um, you know, carry water bottles with you to school. Right. I never did as a kid, at least. Did you? No. No. Never. It, but- this is like a newer thing, right? Where people are like, oh, yeah. oh no, we'd actually just bring water and we fill it up throughout the day. It's very smart.
1: <laughs> it's, hydration is so important. <laughs> it is. And everyone's got an algene or a hydro flask oh, yeah. or a Yeti or whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: The city of Victoria, or actually rather, Vancouver says new regulations on short term rentals have cut the number of listings on sites like Airbnb nearly in half. Yeah, it says Airbnb has deactivated listings that did not include a business license as part of a landmark agreement with the city. Other listings were removed or converted to long term rentals by individuals in response to the new regulations. So the city says the new rules are showing promise in addressing the potential loss of much-needed housing while still allowing residents to bring in a little extra income through part-time rental of their principal residents.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. I like this because as much as I love Airbnbs and I love, and in the last bunch of years, I've done a, quite a bit of traveling in really cool cities. Mm-hmm. And that's just what we do. We look for Airbnbs and we get a real cool one. And I think it, Adds to the experience Mm -hmm. rather than just like crashing in like a whatever hotel room for the same price. You can stay in a really cool place, yeah, and kind of breathe in the culture of the city a little bit in that way. Love, you know, Gulf Islands and all the places I've been to, cabins, all that. Love Mm -hmm. it, Mm -hmm. but I also, you know, when I look for a place to live, I'm frustrated that there are always so many more Airbnbs than there are places to buy or rent. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we'll still have Airbnbs. Mm -hmm. This is not going away anytime soon. That will still be an option to all of us. Yeah. But isn't it good that we'll also have an option to live in the cities we live in, you know? Yeah,
0: when the housing crisis is so bad, you know, it's it's hard seeing all these open, beautiful suites just being rented out on a daily basis instead of going to people who actually work and live in that city or want to work and live in that city. Right.
1: And even in the last like month or so, anecdotally, I can say that, you know, it's like, I keep an eye on the listings and all that. Mm -hmm. I have seen more places pop up for sale uh, here in Victoria Mm. that I, you know, it's like in buildings that I know have a lot of usually like uh, Airbnb listings in them. Yeah. And there's plenty. There's always going to be plenty. Some buildings, they just have the rules that, you know, it's like they're built for that. Mm-hmm. The, you know, it's like you can you can always just Airbnb them and then the new rules won't touch them. So again, there will be plenty of those. Will always be plenty of those. That's great. But fewer is good. Mm-hmm. So good. This owner named Ryan makes an excellent point that the thing that irritates him about Airbnb is that most places do not include breakfast. So really, what's the second B for?
0: Hey, uh- <laughs>
1: right. Good point. It's a great point. Put out some yeah. Melba toast. How hard would it be, you Airbnb people? It'd be Air B. That's it. Air bed. Bed. Nothing else. Yeah. I'm gonna walk down to a Horton's. <laughs> I don't get the credit for that B.
0: I had one Airbnb that had their own little honey farm, and they made their own granola that they left for us with yogurt. It was so nice.
1: Come on. Yeah, so Actually, good. that's yep. amazing.
0: An attempt is being made to reduce rear-end collisions at four local intersections. They will be coated with a high-friction surface treatment that allows vehicles to come to a stop more quickly. Four intersections along Blanchard Street and the Pat Bay Highway will get to the treatment. So that's Cloverdale, Elk Lake Drive, Sayward, and Mount Newton Crossroad in Central Saanich.
1: Let's pour a bunch of maple syrup on the ground. <laughs>
0: just some elmer's glue that'll do the trick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's going to be at four intersections along uh blanchard so and the pat bay so it'll be cloverdale elk lake drive sayward and mount newton crossroad in central saanich yeah well i've never been in uh an accident actually i'm just gonna knock on wood though yeah but i've never rear-ended anyone never been in an accident at all
1: uh, i've ended somebody you have. It sucks. Yeah? Yeah, it super sucks. And uh, I wish the stuff would have been there in that case, because I think it would have made a difference.
0: So it was the case that you were going on the brakes, and it, you didn't stop in time?
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, brutal. You know, I was like probably distracted by something mm-hmm. on my window, and didn't know that the car in front of me was stopping, and yeah, slammed on the brakes, but I think my brakes also were not so good, mm-hmm. you know, and couldn't stop in time, and give the guy a little bump. Yeah, I wonder if this will actually help. I think it will. I think it's neat. Mm-hmm. I think it's super neat. The only hope is that they don't accidentally put the high viscosity, right? <laughs> or the extra slippery stuff. <laughs> it's funny. It's like, what if those two barrels are next to each other? Like, super sticky and then, then super slippery. And then we got, like, a real Super Mario Kart banana oh. peel situation going on in our hands. Oh, no. Oil slick. Oh, no. Yeah, that's bad. That's bad. I'm excited to drive over it. Yeah, I'm gonna test it out. Like, stop what? real quick on it. <laughs> <laughs> Not even when you're stopping, but like just to drive over, what's it gonna feel like? Are you gonna mm. slow down? Will, you, mm. will the the road feel thicker when you're driving over it? Do you ever get yeah. that feeling? Yeah. You need to feel it through your tires?
0: Oh, yeah. Or if it's like freshly paved. Yeah. Still black and looks sticky.
1: Or sometimes even when it. the day is hot. Yep.
0: Yeah. Cool.
1: Sticky roads coming to Victoria. <laughs>
0: And the wildfire danger in the province has fallen dramatically since the peak just a few weeks ago. The BC Wildfire Service says the change would mean campfire bans could be lifted in several areas of the province this weekend. Open fires and campfires are banned in all six of BC's fire centers as of right now, though. This weekend? This weekend. Well, we're, we're expecting so much rain, too, right, this weekend? Right, here and in town. The, yeah. But but so like,
1: if you're getting out of town and maybe it's not raining and you're camping, you could have a fire? Maybe, yeah. Maybe. Well, okay. Maybe.
0: It's not confirmed yet, but they're saying that it could go that way.
1: Fingers crossed. Mm -hmm.
0: I was out at the beach last night. Someone was having a
1: campfire on Dallas Road. That's not allowed.
0: Not allowed. A lawyer for several medical marijuana dispensaries uh, wants the B.C. Supreme Court to toss out an application to close the shops, saying the federal government failed to include them in its plan to legalize recreational cannabis. The city of Vancouver is now seeking a court injunction to shut down about 50 medical marijuana dispensaries that remain unlicensed. Definitely a gray area there.
1: Yeah, they they really should have looked at that a little mm-hmm. closer. It's like... And again, here are the people who are doing it already, who have like an expertise in this product. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they should have looked a little closer, like how to integrate them into the new rules. Yeah. It's wild that they didn't. Mm
0: Psychologists have managed to deliver what they believe is a full dose of antibiotics to an ill killer whale in the waters off B.C. Concerns about the whale known as J-50 were raised over the weekend because she did not seem to be with her pod. But she was spotted yesterday and vets uh, used a dart to uh, administer a dose of antibiotics. So hopefully she's on the, on the mend.
1: Actually. Yeah. That's amazing, mm-hmm. actually. That's so good.
0: Yeah, they've been doing it constantly. Yeah, keeping her updated. Tracking her down and just getting her medicine. Yes. That's so good. Mm -hmm. Because
1: I read the story before, but I didn't realize it was a dart. So I really actually did think (laughs) that they were like getting a a banana-flavored earache medicine (laughs) right into a big orca-sized plastic spoon, That's the type that you get when you're a kid. And you like pour the medicine in on one end of the spoon, it goes in the bottom, right?
0: Or hiding it in peanut butter or something (laughs) like you do with dogs.
1: Yeah, in a nice salmon.
0: (laughs) According to a new study from the Canadian Payroll Association, half of BC workers live paycheck to paycheck. It also says a quarter could not put together $2,000 in a month for an emergency expense. The survey found about seven in 10 BC residents have 10, or save 10% or less of their earnings, which is below recommended
1: levels. What are you supposed to be putting aside?
0: I don't know, but I feel terrible about my financial situation now, but a little bit better that there's. You know, around half of us of the population mm-hmm. of BC workers that are in the same boat. <laughs> but still, it
1: shouldn't be that way. Um, you and I both are, uh, you know, it's like we have some debt. We carry some debt with us. Mm-hmm. And so my always thinking was that you should definitely like, is it like, it's not worth saving when you have debt. What's the point of having some money squirreled away? You know, you should take all that money and pay off down the debt as fast as you can. So that, you know, it's like because you pay interest on that.
0: Right? I kind of feel that way. But- I, I have the right way.
1: broken that rule a few times where it's like, okay, I've still got a little bit of debt, but then I've also squirreled some away. And it does make me feel better to have some savings, some yeah. liquid cash sitting there that I could in a pinch, you know, in an emergency exactly. get to.
0: Yeah. Cause you can't do really any, anything with your debt. You can't be like, I'm going to dive into my debt and take money out in case of emergency. Right. You know? Yeah. So that's a, it's a good point